Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I want to ask you to raise your hand if you found yourself stuck on the commission Ferris wheel, either right now or recently, I think constantly creating for customers because, you know, money. (laughs) And then we find ourselves not finding the time to use your art skills to create for ourselves, right? Raise your hand or mentally raise your hand if you're like, yeah, that's me. If it is, you're going to find this subject very relatable and I want to help you get through this little block. So I've created this thing called the Series 6 Challenge to help jolt myself back into the creativity mode during the late summer weeks. And this is now the third year that I'm going to be doing this challenge (laughs) because all summer long, I paint, paint, paint for other people really all year long. And I do commissions. And I think a lot of us do that, especially in the beginning, right? Because you're just trying to make money as an artist. Like you want this painted? Sure. Yes, whatever. I'll, I'll paint this for you. And I think as you get older or you get more into you know, the painting career, you can be a little bit more choosy, but ultimately it's really hard to turn away money, especially mural money, because I have I have people coming at me being like, I'll pay you a few thousand dollars to paint this. And it's like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. I like to paint. Yeah, I'll paint whatever you want. And then painting for other people, it's nice. It's better than any other job I could ever imagine. But I have this creative fire inside of me that wants to paint with pink and glitter and all that fun stuff and maybe not paint somebody else's logo and whatnot. So that's where the Series 6 Challenge really comes in handy for my mental space every year. And just because we spent all summer painting for other people, now it's time. I want to paint for myself for a change. And this also serves two purposes for, so one, you know, to light that creative spark again, but also in the back of my mind, since I have a very, you know, a business mind and I'm always thinking ahead and all the things, I know that if I start prepping now for the fourth quarter, those holiday sales are going to be so much better and so much, so many more and doing this series six challenge and painting six paintings for myself before the fourth quarter starts, that's going to give my audience something fresh to look at, something new to purchase from me through the holidays, whether I sell it as an original or I turn it into prints or merchandising or whatever. The Series 6 Challenge, I want to create six paintings all within a series. And these six paintings are going to be within at least six weeks that I'm going to buckle down. So we're starting right now. As soon as you're listening to this, this is happening right now. So for the month of August and then a couple weeks into September, basically before you know the holiday rush starts, I want to get six really good paintings out. And I want you to join me as well. If you've been painting for everybody else and you're like, <laughs> okay, first off, I know what you're going to say. And you're going to say, I'm already busy. I have some stuff planned this week and next week and this month and even next month, hopefully, right? Or you could say, I have a full-time job. I can, I can barely do you know, the commissions that I have on the side. So do I. 
right? Like, so do I. I have stuff planned. We have our baby shower coming up. We have, I have, I'm prepping for baby. I'm doing all these podcasts to, you know, get ahead and, you know, batch record and getting all this stuff ready to take four months off alone with my baby boy. So I am not only doing baby prep, but I am also painting for other people at the same time. I'm not taking off six weeks in order to just solely focus on this challenge. I'm doing it, I'm taking maybe a day a week or on the weekends or whenever I can, maybe a couple hours a day to go into the studio and just paint for myself (laughs) and create six paintings because as I'm thinking about it, oh gosh, and this makes me so sad, (laughs) like some of my best pieces on canvas that I've ever created that I have sold a bunch of prints with that I've just, that have done really well were created now two years ago, two years ago during the last time that I participated in this Series 6 challenge. So last year, I was writing a book called Mural Money. If you haven't read it yet, muralmoney.com. It's very good. If you like this podcast, you'll like the book. But I spent about six months out of last year to write that book and get it done. And I was like, I just can't do the Series 6 challenge this year. That was too much. So doing the book on top of doing a painting, doing commissions and everything, that like basically the Series 6 challenge was like, okay, I'll do a chapter a week. And that's kind of what I turned it into. Like I'll, you know, instead of painting, I'm going to do at least a chapter a week of my book and to help get it done. But now this year, I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that again. Not writing another book for a while because it's a lot. (laughs) And I want to get back to painting or creating in some way and figuring out, you know, my, so I did a cloud series with this painting called Glitter Rain. And I have sold more of that Glitter Rain painting of the prints. I've sold more prints of that one than I have of any other time. And that was during our Series 6 challenge. It's when I just calmed down took out all of the noise out of my head of what other people want me to paint or what's expected or what would be accepted or what might sell. I took all of that out of my mind and I just thought, okay, if I were to paint six paintings in six weeks in my spare time, quote spare time, and say nobody bought them, but I would still love them and I would, you know, hang them in my home, like what would I create? Or you could think of it this way, you know, what if you're going to paint six paintings and it's a guaranteed sale, guaranteed. So you don't even have to think about, oh, will somebody else like this? Like you already have a buyer. It's me. You can say, I'm going to buy your paintings or whoever's going to buy your paintings, some imaginary person. And all you need to do is paint them. That's it. But the condition is they have to be six of your best paintings of your best ideas. And you have to put some time into them. And then they'll sell, like guaranteed. What would you paint? So let's figure it out. But first, I want to just go over a little bit of the rules of the Series 6 challenge. And just just to clarify, so it is six paintings in six weeks. And theoretically, we want to end before the fourth quarter really begins. So in this case, it'll be mid-September, which, you know, it's kind of already started. But all the sales and all of that don't really start until late September, October, November, and December is when it gets really, really heavy with sales. So ending it late September to me is about the right time to start your promotion, get people excited, get things printed out, figure out your printing system and all of that. And it's right when we start our fourth quarter success plan in the Artist Academy. 
And if you don't know what that is, it's basically a step-by-step system where I help you navigate the holidays and make as much money as possible. <laughs> and because we all know that, you know, so murals are really big and really hot in the summer, right? Or whenever the weather is best where you are, that's when people ask for outdoor murals. That's the hot time. But November, December, especially, and even October, so I do my yearly sale in October, those three months are huge for income when it comes to prints, when it comes to last minute custom commissions for Christmas, window painting, when it comes to just all these, a good time to buckle down, do the art hustle and make some money. Because most times during the fourth quarter, I make about, I'd say like 40% of my income for the year during the fourth quarter, which is crazy. This year, I'm having a baby, (laughs) and hopefully it'll be a Halloween baby. I'm just going to keep putting it out there and hope that this baby is going to come on Halloween. If not, it'll be sometime between Halloween and Thanksgiving. Anyway, right during the prime time for the fourth quarter success plan, but that's okay because I'm going to have all the videos lined out for you based on what has worked in the past for me and Artist Academy members. So I have a series of videos that, you know, we focus on all these different selling strategies and how to prep and how to prepare. And we do it together. And I have all these videos ready for you to go through the fourth quarter success plan within the academy. And a lot of it is part of it anyway, is based on, you know, some of the paintings that we do in the series six challenge, having that fresh content, you know, having that stuff that people are ready to buy and that you're excited about because it's new and came from you and all of that stuff. But so I'm going to have all of that ready. Don't you worry, but I am going to be taking off the last two months of the year. So I'm going to be missing out. So I'm just going to be hitting it really hard online sales and all of that in October for my yearly sale during my birthday on October 18th. And just, yeah, so yeah, we're going to be prepping for all of that. And the series six challenge is part of that. And In this week's episode, I want to chat about how this challenge has been successful in years past and how to figure out a plan for your upcoming series. So how do you figure out what to paint, right? Like, you know, it's it's one thing to say like, hey, you have full reign. What do you do? And your mind is just like, uh, I well, I, I like this and I like trees and I like we could do flowers, but I've always wanted to try portraits and you know, we did this and that. <laughs> and it can go in so many ways. And I feel you. Essentially <laughs> those artists in the beginning, I think it's really beneficial to try all of those things and figure out what you want. But with this series six, I think it's beneficial to have a series because one, people can follow along with it. And two, it just gives some cohesiveness to your work. And so being intentional in creating these six paintings to bond together, I think it can help you establish a collector base. You know, people who like your paintings, you know, if they like one, they're likely going to like the next one and the next one. And so you're starting to attract people who like that certain thing and you're building upon it, establishing a niche. I think this is one of the first steps to that. You can, if you're working towards that, if you want to do something like that, establish a niche and, you know, have to be get really good at something, creating a series 
You could start out by doing 10 different sketches and then picking your top six favorite. And how do you figure out what kind of sketches to even make? My biggest tip, and this is what I do, I go to Pinterest and I start scrolling and I just find things that really attract me. And I think, okay, why am I attracted to this thing? Is it the color? Is it the subject? Is it the style, the surrealist style. Right now I'm really into surrealist clouds (laughs) and just figuring out why I like what I like and then just sketching out my own idea. Right now I am so into this new artist that I just found, Daniel Merriam. He does dreamlike surrealist skates. And I just, I remember seeing one of his paintings in a home in a friend's home like years ago. So it actually wasn't even a friend. It was just somebody that, a friend of a friend. And I saw the painting in their house and I was like, oh my gosh, I was struck by it. And they said a little bit about the artist. I was like, oh wow. And then I didn't write it down. I didn't know. I I just forgot. And I've been thinking about that painting for a very long time. It has this crescent moon with butterflies and it has so much detail inside of it with just all these different colors. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. I've just been thinking about it for a while. And I recently came across a post of this artist on Facebook. And I was like, that style looks amazing. It looks really familiar. I started looking into it. I clicked on his page and it was that artist. It was the Crescent Moon Butterfly artist where there's so many surrealist paintings. I was just in love. I am so inspired. And it's really rare for me to idolize anybody or any artists at all. I feel like, you know, I've just very much been in my own head, in my own space, in my own lane for, you know, building this art career and like having my own certain style and, you know, wanting to teach and like doing the podcast and art. And like, so I feel like I've just, nobody's been really doing what I have, what I'm doing that I've found to, you know, to look up to as a mentor. And this guy is not really doing what I'm doing, but He has the style that I love, (laughs) and I'm just obsessed with it, and I will find the courage to (laughs) interview him here on the podcast. You know how you just build somebody up in your head, and you're like, oh my gosh, they would never find the time for me. Like, how how could I grace them, (laughs) them to grace me with their presence? I could never ask that. That's kind of how I feel with this guy, Daniel Merriam. I'll link to his stuff. He's high-end. Like, he sells his originals for thousands and thousands of dollars. And prints are $2,500 for one print. What? (laughs) What? And Or else I would have got one. I got some of his table-side books just to look through and look at all the different things. And so that's one way that I am getting inspiration. Obviously, I'm not going to copy him because there's a lot of things that he does that I love. And then there's a lot that I would change in my own way. And I now know through practice which ways that I would take it versus what he's doing. So I'm not copying his stuff. And I think that's a big flag to wave. And when I'm mentioning this, when you're looking on Pinterest and when you're looking at other artists for inspiration, which I think is one of the best ways to do this, that we're not copying them. You know, we're not, you know, somebody can't look at this painting and say, oh, that looks just like this person, or that's the exact same stuff, subject and outline as this painting over here. No, like it has to be our own ideas. But if I think finding that inspiration of somebody who inspires you and has similar tastes, I think that's step one. And you can find that through 
artist searches on Pinterest. You could find it through Google, wherever, and just start typing in keywords. Make a board on your Pinterest account and just start pinning things to it. Get a collection, you know, put it out, get a bunch of magazines and get a bunch of colors that you like and put them all together and then get a bunch of subjects that you like and put them all together and then figure out a way to, you know, collage it all. Like something something. Or, or this is one thing that I like to do. If you have a bunch of different things, you're like, well, I like clouds and I like animals and I like this and I like that. Put it on paper and then put them against each other. Say, okay, if I were to paint something today, would it rather be clouds or mountains? You know, put similar subjects together. Would it rather be animals or portraits and narrow it down like that. Make yourself choose because we all like all of these different things, right? But we like one slightly more than the other, but it's hard to differentiate unless you really get specific and really put them up against each other and make yourself decide and make some choices and then be like, okay, I'm going to come back tomorrow and see if I still agree with this and then come back the next day and see if I still agree with this and then start some sketches with it and figure out what your series is going to be. And it'll probably evolve. You'll start one thing and you'll start with, like I started with clouds and I did this glitter rain and it was completely off the wall. I just did, you know, this big cloud and did streaks coming down it with glitter and rain. And since then, I had just been doing animals. And so I was doing animals on clouds. And that was kind of my bridge in the way. And then I just did clouds. And then I started doing animals again. And then you just try it different things to where now I don't even want to do animals and clouds. I just want to do a cloud painting and that's okay. And maybe I want to do, I okay, so some of my inspiration from Daniel Merriam is I want to do like a giant pink cloud with a door on the cloud and to where you're like, or a bunch of different doors on the clouds to where it's like little homes, like little magical places inside of these clouds. And some of the doors are open and some of them are cracked and you can kind of see in it just a little bit to differentiate, oh, that's a bedroom. Or, oh, that goes into a rainforest or like something. I don't know, just letting my mind go wild and finding out what you like by looking at other artists. I think that's a really good stepping stone to finding out, you know, what style looks good and all of that. But then I want to challenge you because this is what I do. Come back. And once you have that established, like, okay, I'm going to do this style, these colors. Okay. And then ask yourself, how can I make this even weirder? Or how can I make this better? Or how can I make this more unique? Or how can I make this more me? And then keep going with your imagination and just start writing stuff down. Because I had the idea to do like a door in a cloud, but what do I put in that? I don't know. So I just, I step back and I'm like, okay. What's something so off the wall that I could put in there? Like I could do this or I could do that. And like, so it's just, it's a mix of each one. And I think that's how you find your inspiration, partly from looking at other stuff and then partly from just whatever works deep inside of you, whatever really wants to come out. And again, we're not planning on selling these. We're not planning on, you know, making money. This is just whatever you want to do. And then we'll find out how to make money later. <laughs> like I will help you with the fourth quarter success plan. I'll help you sell your art. But I need you to give me something that is so uniquely you because that's where the magic happens. And this shouldn't be something that's put on your plate that's just supposed to drag you down and be like, oh, it's another thing. This should be 
fun. Look, think of it like that. This should be fun to actually paint something that you want to paint. <laughs> you know, there's no downside to participating in this challenge. It's like working out. Nobody ever said, man, I, I really regretted committing to the gym or committing to the studio for an extra hour today. And we all have an extra hour. We just need to figure out where we can pull from. Mine is scrolling on Instagram <laughs> or scrolling on social media in general. If I just pulled away from there for an hour a day, huh, that's a whole hour in the studio that I could contribute to my own creativity and get this stuff done. And we all have those little spots. So be honest with yourself. You probably do have time for it. You're just watching Netflix, which is okay to do. But if there's ever a time to hustle down and really focus on your art career, it is the fourth quarter, which is coming up with the fourth quarter success plan and all of the things that we're doing inside of the academy. But this is the prep time for it. This is the stuff that you can do in order to prep. Because if you're standing there December 1st and you're like, um, how do I make that extra money? I'm, I don't have as much stuff coming in. You're going to look back to August and be like, I should have just painted a few things. And then I could be selling my art on merchandise or doing that. And I'll, I'll teach you how to do all of that later. But let's focus on the Series 6 challenge right now. I would love to invite you to do it with me. How do you do that? So you can go to artistacademy.co slash challenge, artistacademy.co slash challenge. There's a link here in the notes and you can go and you can subscribe and you'll get a bunch of email notes and just to see how all the other participants are participating in it. I'm going to do a weekly blast where I show all the everybody's progress and the you know if you've painted something that week, I'm going to show it to all of the subscribers on there. We're going to be posting in the Artist Academy Facebook group. I'll have a link to that. You can join our Facebook group. You can see other people posting or put it on your social media. Actually, this last one is a non-negotiable. You can sign up for the email list if you want to, to get updates on whatever everybody else is doing. You can sign up or you can join the Facebook group to, you know, again, see what everybody else is doing and get motivation that way. But you have to post it on your own social media and shout to the world, this is what you're doing. This is what you're committing to. This is going to be the process of it. This is your series that you're wanting to do. Or you can even do a poll to ask people, what do you want to see from me? Actually, that would be the opposite of digging deep and figuring out what you want to do. But whatever, it, <laughs> I'm just spitting out ideas. But put it on your social media and commit to it. Don't just put it on your story. Make a post and say, getting this started today, I'm creating six paintings in the next six weeks, follow along. This is what I'm doing. Because it helps you, holds you accountable. Because without that external accountability, you have to be a really self-motivated person in order to show up and create these paintings in your spare time. <laughs> six of them, at least. You know, most people can do one or two, you know, whenever they feel like it. But in order to do six in six weeks, we need a little bit of extra motivation. And there have been studies that have shown if people are expecting you to show up. Like if you have a bunch of friends that are like, expecting you to show up for your nightly run or your your workout buddies, you are way more likely to show up for that because people are expecting you. People are waiting on you. Have people expect things from you by posting out to show what you're doing. Get people excited. People want to see things like this, you know, especially after you post one and then two, people are going to start to follow along. It's going to make you memorable, which is what a niche does, right? That's the uh, the marketing promotion, I don't know. <laughs> 
it's just, it's all good. There is no bad to this. So if you want to participate and you want to make some time, I would love to have you and see what you're going to be doing. And if you would tag me and say, I'm going to be participating in the Series 6 Challenge with Andrea, I will share that on my story so that other people can see and check my stories this week or this month to see what everybody else is doing. That way you can see who else is doing this. If you want to follow along with other artists that are in the Academy or just new artists that are joining, we have, again, this is the third year we've been doing this. Might be the fourth. I don't know. I think third. Three that I can remember. But there's some artists who have been doing this with me for three years. And this is their third year right along with me. And then some are brand new. Either way, whatever you want to do, it's not too late. But I think showing up and taking action is the thing that separates aspiring artists from the wannabe artists to the ones who are actually going to do it. And I think this, you know, this is something that I do every year that I have seen success with. I'm not just spitting out advice because I think it works or I think it's a good idea. I'm doing it too. And if I'm doing it, it means it's working on some level in some way and I want to help you as well. So I hope you join me. But yeah, okay. I hope you have a great rest of your Monday. And again, artistacademy.co slash challenge. Shout it to the world. Use the tag me, do all the stuff. And let's go. Let's create six paintings in six weeks. <laughs>